Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today, I'm here with Steve Booz from Royal Building Products. Hey Steve, welcome to The Home Building Hero. Hey Dave, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad to have you on and we're going to be talking um, a little bit about your company, your background, but also uh, something that I'm not as familiar with here in Wisconsin and that's hurricanes and home building and, and products for that. And um, I'm very excited to learn some of this because like I said, I fortunately don't have to deal with this on a day-to-day -day basis. So um, I guess just a little bit about you. Um, why don't you give me a little bit about your background and for our listeners here, um, you know, kind of who you are and, and, uh, and your background in the building industry. Sure, thanks. Uh, so I've been in the building products business for, wow, pushing 30 years now. Um, I've been uh, in, in mostly sales and, and marketing type roles and, and currently my uh, marketing and product development role has me uh, really looking at all different kinds of uh, products across the country, you know, and, and certainly the hurricane areas are a, uh, a, a big part of that. Okay. And um, how, how did you get started in the industry? What got you excited about, you know, the, the building industry and building products in general? Yeah, I started off with a small little distributor uh, in the Philadelphia area selling masonry products. And, and really what drew me to them was uh, a, a bit of my background before that. My father uh, was a school teacher. And like a lot of school teachers of his generation, they had a second job. Uh, and his second job was building custom kitchen cabinets. And so I've been around uh, building and remodeling and things like that for, for some time. And so coming out of college, looking for industries and careers that could be exciting. Uh, building products was actually a space that uh, you don't see too often. Uh, not a lot of people come to college campuses to recruit, but uh, it was certainly something I was very comfortable with. You know, pretty much a hands-on guy myself as well, picked up some of those skills. And, and so it seemed to make sense for me. And uh, here I am 30 years later, still, uh, still in the industry. So did your, your father ever put you to work over the summer, whether you wanted to or not? All the time and usually not. <laughs> oh, okay. He had you do it once and said, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I got the cleanup job usually. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's how I got my start in the building industry too. So I was like 10 years old with a broom and a shovel on a job site. So that's, that's, that's okay. Right. You got to start from humble, be humble beginnings. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. So you mentioned you do uh, sales and marketing for Royal Building Products. Um, tell me a little bit about Royal Building Products and the different things that you guys offer and what you guys do. Sure. Uh, Royal Building Products is, is actually uh, celebrating our 50th anniversary, and we've been into all kinds of different products over those years. Uh, now we're pretty much focusing on uh, siding, exterior and interior trims and moldings, uh, as well as decking products. Um, okay. Perfect. And Underneath the uh, Royal brand. Uh, we've recently had an acquisition as well of Da Vinci Roofing uh, getting into the, uh, sure. into the roof space. I'm familiar with that. I've seen their products at the International Builder Show and they got some really cool kind of new uh, roofing products and, and, you know, the shakes and different things like that that uh, make the, the roof look like it's a slate roof. I think that's pretty cool stuff. They've got some, some very beautiful uh, uh, products. Fantastic. Well, that's neat that you guys got them involved as well. So um, as far as, uh, you know, kind of the main topic on hand that we wanted to talk about uh, was hurricanes. And, and like I said, at least uh, 
we have listeners from all over uh, the country. We actually are going to be having some podcasts here. We've got a podcast that we'll be doing in Ireland, actually, and a gentleman wow. from Australia coming up, which is crazy that it's going international with this. But um, we have people from all over, obviously, that listen in. And so, um, you know, hurricanes are, you know, obviously a challenging thing, especially in the coastal areas and the southern areas. Um, I know you have some examples and some stories that you want to share about like your product and how it pertains to hurricanes and, and things you've seen. So uh, I guess kind of right off the bat, what's uh, um, what, what's the worst thing you've seen with, with hurricanes, with, with new homes and, and how can you guys help with that? Sure. You know, it's uh, some of these hurricanes we've had lately have been uh, quite uh, quite strong and, and done quite a bit of damage to uh, to the homes, uh, to the grid, uh, to the other infrastructure. And it's, uh, it's always sad to see those things come through. Um, you know, we, we, we start with the design uh, in mind. You know, generally, uh, the Florida building codes are the strongest. Uh, Miami-Dade, uh, from a wind perspective, being the strongest among that. So we generally design our products to be able to meet the most strict standards uh, so that as other areas use the same product, uh, they're getting that same benefit. So a hurricane that hits Florida uh, is usually stronger than one that hits, say, the Carolinas uh, sure. or, or, or other uh, more northern coastal areas where it may have slowed down a little bit. Not always true, but 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 generally speaking. Yeah, and, uh, and, and so we begin with that. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, Florida has, was it, I think, 2002, they updated their code and made it a little more stringent. And uh, it seems like, from what I've been reading, that that seemed to have helped uh, withstand a lot of these. Is is that true? Is that something you've seen? Uh, it has. You know, uh, the biggest problem you get with hurricanes is, is as soon as something penetrates the house is when your, your uh, wind pressures uh, start to really break the, the house apart. Uh, so windows have been a huge um, improvement since that 2002 time frame on, on that hurricane-proof glass in particular. Uh, but that does help the siding as well, uh, because if the house stays intact, sure. uh, the, the siding can as well. You know, most of the like catastrophic a, failures we've seen are when the house, uh, you know, falls apart. Yeah, it's like a house of cards almost. When it once it goes, it just kind of collapses almost, and just you get that. That's right. That air pressure and. You got those vertical surfaces and, you know, they can only withstand so much. And, you know, we, it's kind of funny because here in Wisconsin, we actually, we do have to put in some hurricane clips on our trusses and we have to uh, strap our houses down. And we, we've kind of joked, like, we don't think we're ever going to need that stuff. Sometimes it's a little excess for us, but obviously down, down in Florida and, and that's just not even the bare minimum for what, what you need to do there. So, um, exactly. you know, I, from, from what I've heard, it's 140 mile per hour um, wind is the min or is the 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 minimum rating that you need to have, right? For for a product, is that's that right? Correct. Okay, that is for for a siding product, correct? Okay, and so what what do you guys do with your product to kind of meet that or exceed that, so that you know people don't have those issues down the road? Yep. We'll do things like reinforcing uh, the nailing hem uh, so that where that nail is go attaching the siding, siding's really hung uh, on the wall. So where that that, uh, that nail is, is interfacing with the wall, uh, the, the siding won't break apart. Um, you know, we've got our select composite uh, siding, for example, that has wind ratings exceeding 210 miles an hour. Uh, 
Wow. Um, I'll, I'll often joke with people, you'll, you'll recognize your house blowing down the street because it has our select siding on it still. Uh, so, so the siding will far exceed what the building can withstand for sure. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, but, but hitting that minimum 140 is, um, is, is important. So what's the top uh, wind mile per hour that we've seen on a hurricane? Do you, do you know what that is off the top of your head? Or? You know, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I'd say it's probably less than that 140 that uh, Miami-Dade put in place, or, or I think they would have probably put something in higher. Sure. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. Um, so yep. obviously you do siding. Is there, what other things, you know, from a building standpoint, should people be looking at doing or incorporating into their builds, especially if they're in a region where hurricanes would be more of an issue? Um, boy, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a home building expert. That's for sure. okay. <laughs> uh, that, that definitely spend more time on, on siding and, and trim products than, uh, than, than others. Uh, but, but definitely having, uh, the, the right materials on the job, you know, when we do a lot of our testing, we'll see nail failures before we see a siding failure, for example. Okay. Um, so, so it's important to use the right fasteners, uh, those recommended by the manufacturer, uh, to, to make sure that the, the siding is going to stay on at the rating that, uh, that, that we have it there. Um, and of course, all those other things, uh, that you talked about with the hurricane ties and, and things like that are are equally important in the framing. You know, the bottom line is you got to keep that structure together. Absolutely. Uh, Hurricane Laura, actually, that just came through the uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana area. Uh, we got a picture from one of our customers. The roof blew off. Um, there's, wow. there's, the select siding was still on. Uh, <laughs> so so your siding the, was, uh, the, was, was perfect. It didn't move, but the roof blew off the top uh, of the house. The entire that's structure. Cr- that's crazy. Uh, great, crazy crazy thing. So it's that, you know, breaching that structure is really what causes, you know, most of the building failures. Okay. Well, I'd love to make sure you share that picture with me because I'd love to share that on our thing, you know, <laughs> maybe you put it in our notes or something so people can see that because that's, that's pretty amazing, um, you know, that that's happened. And obviously, uh, Hurricane Laura was was a bad one. Uh, I have a builder friend down in Louisiana as well. And, um, you know, it's, I have a couple of them actually, and, you know, you just, to see that kind of stuff going through and it's like between the hurricanes and how wet it is there and flooding and things like that it's like boy that's a tough place uh to to have a home and and hope everything stays the way it's supposed to that one uh, hit that area particularly hard uh we actually have our parent company uh has some some plants there we've got some employees there who um you know, some they they all the employees made it, but uh, but not all their homes did. And oh, the uh, yeah. the electric grid's still out as as we sit here and speak, and probably will be for uh, for a few more weeks. Wow! So that's uh, that was a tough one. That's a doozy. Yeah, yeah. It seems like you know every year there's there's always at least one that comes through and does a heck of a lot of damage. So you just hope uh, hope everybody's okay, and uh, you know they it's just you know it's it's one of those phenomenons, and you know it's. Just, again, doing research here, you know, it seems like it's a, a June to November, end of November type of uh, season is the the main season. Sometimes they come a little bit before or after that, but uh, I think they've had, what, six? Is that right? Six or seven of them already this year. So uh, some are a little smaller than others, but yeah. It, it's, it's been an active year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we have to worry more about tornadoes here, but even that's not too bad <laughs> in our area here. So um, I can only imagine the the wreckage from something like that. Uh, so shifting gears a little bit, Steve, um, what 
you know, you get, obviously do a lot of products for the exteriors of homes. What, what are you seeing? What's most popular right now in home exteriors from a style and color standpoint? Sure. You know, uh, mixed use materials, you know, continues to be a, a trend really anywhere, uh, whether it's on the, on the hurricane coast or, or even in your area in Wisconsin, it's, it's mixing materials. Um, it's, it's mixing, you know, looks, uh, if you will, you know, board and batten for, for example, has become super popular oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, a lot of from, from that farmhouse kind of look. Uh, as as an accent uh, on a on a wall or a garage or or even a, even a gable end, it's, uh, it's become super popular. I've even seen some 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 old buildings uh, in that as well. Yeah, it seems like the last like two three years for us, it just been a ton of homes popping up, you know, using that that kind of styling. And uh, the longest time we couldn't sell a house that was a farmhouse style, and then uh, now it's uh, that's very popular, and obviously a lot of people using, you know, just plain white, uh, you know, on the exterior or white with black accents, that seems to be, and then, and of course, the farmhouse style, it seems to be, at least up in with the Wisconsin area here in our state, that's very popular. Uh, we're, we're seeing that across the country, and you know, we have a, a PVC shiplap uh, as well, so people are using that in bathrooms and mudrooms and, sure. uh, and other areas, uh, and the PVC is a great choice for that as well, um, you know, because it can withstand the wet. Uh, and you know, can can be easily cleaned. You know, you, you put it in a mudroom and you're washing your dog off in there, yep. uh, and and it gives it a good shake. Uh, you know, or we're we're nice and easy to clean up after that. Yeah, so it, it uh, still yeah. has kind of a natural look to it and a, a texture then to it, even though it's a PVC product. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So is it similar a, a little bit to like the decking material, which is a lot of times PVC, and you know, it's still got that little bit of a wood grain to it, but you know, obviously low maintenance, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. You know, we can, uh, you can actually paint it any color you want. You can leave it uh, white. You can, you know, we, we're also coming out with some wood grains, uh, light, light, like you mentioned with the decking as well. So oh, nice. okay. uh, that, uh, that's all uh, within, within the scope of what we're, uh, we're working on and, and what we're looking at. So, um, and, as as, uh, and, you know, speaking of decking, oh, yeah, you know, that whole indoor outdoor thing, you know, with people being stuck at home now with COVID, we've seen a just a ton of um, interest in our decking products and, and and people doing things to their homes to, to make them more enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're, for sure. We're stuck there more, right? Yeah, it's, uh, I was going to, that was actually kind of uh, led into what I was going to ask you. And that was basically with, with COVID, how has that affected not only supplying in your supply chain, but then also just in business in general, how, how are things going, uh, you know, as we kind of, hopefully getting into the, the third chapter here of this and, and hopefully soon yeah. to the end, but. Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw a report recently, I think it was Home Depot, where their uh, quarterly sales were up maybe 25%. Uh, and, and, and certainly the products that, uh, that we sell there saw at least that as well. Uh, it's, it's been a phenomenal year. It's, you know, when, when we had a little bit of a blip in April and everything was being shut down, like Wisconsin was shut down quite a bit like Pennsylvania was. Yes, we were. Um, nobody was sure how long that was going to be and, and how long and what impact that would have on the business. But uh, the, the DIY people kicked in uh, and, and I'm sure That's you guys sure. are busy yeah. and, and, and your remodeling counterparts are, I know are busy yep. uh, because yeah, people are doing whatever they bananas. can. 
<laughs> yeah, people are doing what they can to fix up their homes. You know, they, they need to have a better office space. They want to have a better outdoor living space. They need to, to spruce up other things. They didn't take a vacation, so they've yep. got some money to spend, and they're spending it on the homes. Yeah, disposable income went up, uh, even though, well, obviously people that, you know, were still working obviously have, have some additional yep. disposable income. And yeah, when you're stuck at home that much and you're not going and doing all the other things, going to sporting events and concerts and <laughs> eat all the time, you know, that money starts to kind of accumulate. And, and those, those little honeydew lists and projects in your home, of course, they, they, uh, they kind of become more amplified. And I know that even just for myself, we did three projects this year around our house that you know, if I'm lucky, I get to one, you know, and this year we got 33 of them knocked out and working on a fourth one. So yeah, it's, it's good. Well, I got an 18 year old house now, so it's about the time to start fixing some stuff up. So, um, well, that's I good to hear. That. <laughs> um, any other, uh, you know, products or things on the horizon that you guys got uh, coming up that you think are uh, newsworthy, noteworthy? Yeah, you know, we, um, <clears throat> we've we actually spent this time and we've launched 19 products this year, believe it or not. Holy cow. So it's, uh, we, we didn't slow down one bit on our uh, product development and our product launches with, uh, with, with the COVID. You know, we, uh, we took the philosophy of uh, keep on building and you know, we never shut our plants down. Uh, we were able to keep them all open. Uh, we built inventory, which was a good thing. Back to your other question on supply chain, we've... Uh, We've done better than others, um, although even our lead times are starting to get out there as well. Okay. Um, so and, and, we, and we kept any... on innovating and kept on pushing. Okay, so you haven't had any major issues with getting uh, product from overseas or anything that's disrupted you guys at all? That's been pretty good? Yeah, everything is, uh, is domestic for us. So our raw materials are um, generally PVC, which is, which is almost all U.S. sourced. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Although, although Hurricane Laura has impacted that supply now as well. Um, so, so we anticipate some, uh, a little bit of a slowdown here in the next couple of weeks. But as soon as that Louisiana area gets back on its feet, we'll be, uh, we'll be back in good shape again. You know, one of the cool things we launched this year were uh, uh, PVC column wraps. So, you know, not a structural column, but, you know, just a basic, um, uh, you know, pressure treated column on, you know, two by fours or two by sixes on the inside and then a nice white PVC cover uh, around the outside. We actually build them for, uh, for the builder in a clamshell design. Uh, three pieces are already uh, fastened together. The fourth just pops off. You, you pop it around your, your post and you uh, put that fourth side on and, and you're good to go. So, so uh, very, like different very little measuring. Styles. Yeah, are they like different yeah. architectural styles so you can hit different uh, looks and obviously save the big problem for us as builders is labor and, and getting carpenters yeah, exactly. to make all these things. So, so yeah. yeah, so we've got a square one. Um, we've got tapered ones uh, as well. And then for both of those, we've got a couple different trim packages. So we've got the capitals and the bases in a craftsman style, in a more traditional style, uh, as well as a, uh, I'll call it a more plain, uh, if, if, if you will, just kind of kind of kind of basic uh, okay. trim package for that. Very nice. So, so it gives you some nice elements to work with, and and can really really spruce up a house uh, nicely, and and like you said, in a labor efficient way. Okay. And so, if, you know, people are interested in those type of products, uh, can they get them obviously through home stores and then uh, through other distributors? Is that kind of how it mainly works through you guys? Yeah, we, we sell through multiple channels. Uh, a, a good number of our interior and exterior trim and molding parts are available at home centers. Uh, we're actually in all three. 
okay. uh, of, the, of the big boxes, um, but we also have a network of uh, wholesalers who can get to any, really any LBM uh, uh, dealer in, in, in any network. So um, if, if they ask for it, I'm, I'm sure they know who their rural distributor is and, and can get it in if they don't have it already. Fantastic. So uh, kind of a second last question here. What do you think are the biggest challenges uh, out there in the building industry right now? You know, certainly labor. Uh, you, you already touched on it. Um, and, and I just saw something again from uh, NAHB uh, posted uh, on their website today that the uh, number of job openings in construction is up again um, from, from previous months and has really been up all year. Uh, there's there's a ton of work to be done, as you know, and uh, and not enough skilled labor to uh, to get there. So that definitely continues to be a problem uh, to um, you know to keep keep this thing going and to, uh, to to get enough jobs going. You know we've we've been through other downturns before, and you know economically this one really wasn't a, a downturn. And like I said, we've we've weathered it so uh, pretty well so far. So I, I think we're in pretty good shape uh, unless something significant globally happens sure. to, uh, you know, put our economy in jeopardy. You know, yeah, it's I, been a I, quick. I saw some other data. Yeah, it's been a quick recession and we got kind of a V-shaped, yeah. you know, recovery. It happened fast, but it's coming back fast. And yeah, labor certainly is is an issue. And it's, it's nice to have manufacturers make products that can cut back on the labor a little bit uh, in the field, because that's obviously a challenge for us. And and then the other big one that you know we've been dealing with a lot was uh, uh, obviously with lumber and lumber pricing right now, and uh, you know how much that skyrocketed since the beginning of the year. And much like you said, everyone was running to the the big box stores. You know, um, the, the idea was when COVID hit, a lot of lumber companies weren't getting the prices that they wanted, and they shut their scaled back their production, figuring well everything shut down. Well, the home orders that were still in the pipeline still had to get built. And then, you know, everybody that was stuck at home started going to the home stores and buying stuff and doing stuff uh, for something to do. And uh, they ended up moving through a lot more product than they anticipated. And as a result, you know, we're running short on supplies and prices spiked, obviously. And they're going down a little now. So hopefully we're, we're on that trend for a while because it's, it's getting scary. No, it would get scary. That would, that would definitely put a damper on, on what you're able to build and, uh, you know, affordably. Uh, yes. you know, affordable housing is a, a national issue anyway uh, in, in a lot of major uh, metro areas. And, you know, we don't need a lumber spike like we've seen to uh, to make that worse. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, but like the last thing we need right now after all the other things we're going through is like, okay, we don't need, you know, one of the biggest portions of our home costs to be, to be going up. So is there anything else that you want to, you want to talk about or anything that you want to, uh, that I missed that we want to go over? Yeah, if I could just throw a plug out for uh, any of the pros that uh, you may have uh, in, in your audience, we've got a section of our website called uh, Royal Pros, and you can go there to royalpros.com, and, and there we've got uh, all kinds of good business uh, information, obviously product information as well, but we've got uh, webinars with product updates and installation videos and helpful articles on virtual selling. Uh, if uh, if they're still trying to figure out how to uh, to do that, you know we've uh, we spent a lot of time with a program called driveway selling, uh, where uh, the, the builder can can stay in the driveway of the of the 
client and, and sort of talk to them on the phone, but still be there on site and, uh, and, and talk to them about what they, uh, they want to do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. uh, and, and then we've got some virtual design tools that'll okay. help as well. Virtual design tools. Um, and again, that website was royalpros.com. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. And if, yeah. uh, if you, people want more information about Royal Building Products, uh, where would they go for that? Uh, royalbuildingproducts.com. Perfect. And I'm going to put that in the show notes for everyone. So if uh, anyone wants to look that up, you guys can check it out right there in the show notes. And uh, I want to thank uh, Steve Booz again from Royal Building Products for coming in and joining the Home Building Hero today. And of course, if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. That way you'll get notified of all our new episodes coming out. And if you have any questions or want to engage further with the Home Building Hero, you can visit our website, homebuildinghero.com or send us an email, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. Once again, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you very soon.